0: Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at wearegolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021.
1: Hey there, I'm Brad. I'm about to win the Tuesday Night Bowling League Championship. I'm also a highway worker for the Ohio Department of Transportation. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I can bowl the winning strike with my buddies. Remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for
0: moving over and slowing down.
1: Girl, if I told you I love you, that doesn't... Look here. Oh, when I tell you I need it, don't you think that I'll never be there? Baby, I'm so tired of the way you turn my words into deception and and lies. lies. Don't miss such a Try to stick my mind. I'm only dreaming <laughs> in my heart.
0: Kill it, kill it. I really want to hold you. Ain't no doubt about it. I don't really need it. <laughs> I
1: heard i before yeah. before yeah. I to ever you. ever without you. Yodel. yodel, 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 hey, gotta go. <laughs> <No. laughs> oh, oh, go. yodel, yodel, yodel. Slim, That's my you know, jam. Slim's
0: not even like really slim no more. He's kind of healthy. He is the opposite. Out here. <laughs> the opposite. Out here looking like a jar of peanut butter. All right. <laughs> thick, and, thick and brown. Huh, slim, thick
1: with your cute ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, strip like day, Strip a lot. Strip a <laughs> lot.
0: Oh, man.
1: We went to the
0: stage. Two whole Slim. minutes of trash, right? <laughs> two whole minutes. Two whole minutes of trash. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to uh, episode fifty-seven of uh, Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I am Kia. I am Jade, and we are back to talk about adulting—the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes. I hope you filed yours on time. Of I
1: get- did. I did file for an extension. Oh, amen. <laughs> it was done the day oh but just so you all know they did extend the deadline the following day yes um because their website was down because i called um the irs to try to clarify a few things and i said oh i can't look it up right now uh our systems are down i said well everything is due today so what does that mean Mm -hmm. so there was
0: an extension for those of us like myself uh, but how was your week, sis? Man, this week has been hitting me all upside my head. Like, honestly, just just beating me down. Like, mm. uh, like, listen, I'm just out here, though. I'm I'm, I'm keeping focused and moving forward through all of the foolishness. And I'm just, you know, getting the work done. Getting the work done. How are you doing? I am tired as Jax.
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> been flying the friendly skies I have I just got back from Los Angeles I was out there for almost a week and I worked the entire time I was out there Santana and I prepared for for the cultures uh, 420 dopest dinner party which was really fun um super black we held it in a barbershop that is now an event space my word (laughs) uh and it was a good time a good time was had by all We had some flaming hot Cheeto mac and cheese. Oh my, that sounds that sounds
0: all right. Okay, there you go.
1: Okay, so it was delicious. It just had a dusting on the top, just a dusting. Just
0: MSG. You had MSG mac and cheese.
1: Just a little dusting (laughs) of MSG. Everything else was tasty, creamy, delicious, and homemade. Oh man, I did a veggie curry, and um, we did rice and sticky guava tamarind wings and um you know in bok choy uh, a really good bok choy and santana did a delicious sauce for it so it was we had a good time a good time was definitely had by all and we thank all of you who came out to support us Jaden xd had a live show at cal state so did uh shout out to cal state shout out to fred who i know also listens to getting grown as well
0: how you doing Oh, sis, Fred is team typing fast. Come He's on. getting ready to defend the certification. Yes, Fred. Congratulations. Please keep us uh apprised of your progress. Also, sis, I wanted to mention to this, mention this to you before we started recording. I think it's time yes. for us to bring back graduation announcements. I was literally with synergy because I was thinking <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. It's that time of year again, beloveds. Uh, you know, the semesters are wrapping up. Um, at colleges and universities across the country, even high schools, you know, people are going to prom and all of that. That's happening very soon. So if you are graduating from anything, be sure to send us an email at gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And we will give you your flowers while you yet live and can smell them. Uh, We are so excited because, you know, this is really one of my favorite uh, segments of the show because absolutely you know as as the coach on team type and fast i think it's really important (laughs) that we celebrate everyone at every milestone um you know so we so yeah send it send send them to us i know we've already gotten a couple but we're going to start reading them um next week how about that sis yes i'm all all the way down as the mascot Of team (laughs) talking fast.
1: I am ready to melee rock and celebrate each and every one of you. So we are gonna get into that next week. We will be sure to include those who sent December graduation. We
0: sure will. We
1: sure will. will. I know y'all left out, but you are not forgotten. Um oh, so sis, I waited to tell you this on the air. So I did not tell Kia this beforehand. So this would be an authentic reaction. Oh my god. While I was in the City of Angels, uh-huh. we decided to go to this place. Santana said, okay, go to this place for Brunch Call Republic. I said, okay, we're going to go. She knows I love a good meal. So we went and the line was down the sidewalk. I said, what Jade does not do is wait on anybody's line, uh-huh. especially for food, say the soup kitchen, hello. Yeah. So I said, well, what we're going to do is go eat Mexican food because I can eat that the entire time that I'm here. So we decided to go to the coffee shop, wait for another Uber and went inside the coffee shop, came outside. My Uber says he's there. He's not there. So I'm looking all around. Right. While we're waiting on the corner, two police officers like zoom up and stop traffic. Okay. And we're like, what the fuck is, what's happening? So then this bus comes and we realize that there are cameras on the bus. We said, oh, they're filming. And the people at the top were like kind of quiet all of a sudden. Winston Duke and Don Cheeto. <laughs> Winston Duke. See, Winston Duke and Don Cheeto. See, and I th- no bullshit, y'all. This is not an exaggerated story. They see me, Tristan, XD, and Mark standing on the corner. We're the only black people in this area. I think this is La Brea or something. You saw Mbaku. So, Mbaku saw me because oh, we were standing oh, on the corner. Oh my All God. Of you standing, Don Cheadle and Mbaku lean over the bus. They go, yo we go yo it was such a black person magic moment (coughs) they saw four black people standing on the corner the bus was going by I guess they I don't know what they were supposed to be doing I know they were promoting for the Avengers and all of that but they saw us and they were like, "Yo, black people." We were like, "Black people, fucking Don Cheadle and Ubaku out this bitch!" I'm like I was so, I, I am was so hyped,
0: stunned,
1: honestly. Yes. So this was the only time that an Uber being in the completely wrong position Actually, with uh, worked in my favor. <laughs> it worked oh, in my favor. we have watched. It was better than a picture. We have watched from the Run bus stop.
0: Mountains.
1: <laughs> Like they, and it was, it was better than an autograph. It was better than a picture because it was a legit, sincere black people moment. And it was like Don Cheadle and Winston Duke recognized some black people outside. We recognized them. We shared a special moment. They hyped up for us. And like, it was so, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. We have got to, we We have to look
0: out for you. I'm just grateful to them for looking out for other brown people, black and brown people, because we retain each other. We like, all we got Amen. out here is each other. So we got to keep each other Amen. up, man. So shout out to Mbeku and Don Cheeto. <laughs> and uh, I'm just so happy that that you experienced that. That is really everything. You were the first person I thought of,
1: but I said, I have to tell her this. I'm going to tell her when we record. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I got my nails done and you were the first person I thought of.
0: Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. because you know I bad got bitch <laughs> I mean I've been clicking it all bad, bitch <laughs> bad bitch hands
0: bad bitch hands Status,
1: picking cherries picking cherries bro. you out here congrats <laughs> but that is so we are we have taken a smooth 10 minutes just foolishness and it was just just foolishness literally speaking Cardi <laughs> we're going to move on to taking <laughs> out the trash oh what trash We have to take out. My God. Let's take out some basura.
0: Basura cha-cha-cha.
1: Because there's so much. All right. We are going to start off with Kanye West.
0: All right. Let me just say this. (coughs) (coughs) Kanye West does not care about Black people.
1: And there it is. Mic drop. That's
0: it. That's all. That's the bottom line. Kanye West is no longer with us. He's gone. I mean, somebody get the funeral program together because he is so far down in the sunken place that he is just down there kicking it with Satan. (laughs) I mean, just just literally literally down there in the underbelly of the universe. (laughs) Just, just, just below. And I mean, I I don't even know what to do other than pray because
1: Kanye West is gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's done. You know, it's a rest in
0: peace because he's completely done here. There's a full fledged that Twitter is up in, in in arms right now because, there. Uh, I mean, I'm shocked that there is like a split. There are people who are actually defending. Kanye. Yeah. Chance.
1: Uh, for that. Uh, chance. Uh, chance. Come on, fam. Like, I thought you were better than
0: that. <laughs> is he defending? Is he just saying that? I just saw I didn't really delve into it. I just saw what he said that. Um, Kanye has the right, I guess, all, like you can black people can be Republican OK, but that sounds like a low key defense
1: to me at the same, And then on top of that, like, how can you defend that in the in the political climate that we're living in right now? Like, how can you say that? Like, this ain't the time for you to be saying that. You know what I'm saying? And I get that that can be very and people can be very right on the right and they can be very, you know, very conservative. But that's not what this is about right now. Donald Trump is not a conservative. He's a terrorist. He's a, he's a devil. So when Kanye says the streets are on fire, he is literally talking about where he is in life right now, in hell.
0: I am just
1: because he's dead. He is dead. He is gone. Our nigga dead. And he was speaking about himself. So um, he's dead. And apparently his ghost is gonna come out uh, with an album with Kid Cuddy, um, which is so appropriately titled Kids See Ghost. Oh, so God. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm yeah. over it, over it, over it. We can go into all of the details of the foolishness that he said, but we are two logical people here with good sense and sensibility, and we don't have any time to be trying to decipher anybody's crazy. So, because
0: you can't make sense out of nonsense when you got sense. Say it again. <laughs> I mean, you just can't. The, yes. I mean, the numbers, the math just does not add up, does not compute. Error. That's it. right. One plus two is three. Era, era, era. It ain't never going to be seven. More
1: trash. And this hits a little closer to home. Uh, the Waffle House shooting. The the domestic terrorist that opened fire in a Waffle House in Tennessee has been captured by the police. And the main question that I have is why is he still alive?
0: Not only is he alive, but he, he, has, a, he has bail. Bail. Why?
1: Why? You open fire. What what was it? An AR fifteen?
0: It was an AR fifteen, a rifle.
1: I, I like you open you open fire in a public place with the intention of killing people. How in anybody's world do you have bail? Unacceptable unacceptable
0: why are you even still here but why do you have like i just oh my god yeah this is especially troubling because as you know my family lives in nashville and my mother lives really close to where the shooting uh took place Uh, i actually have an aunt who was at that waffle house just about three hours before the gunman came in there and uh, I don't know. I've really had just like I've had a knot in my stomach since I heard my I, my mother called me Sunday morning and asked me if I would stay on the phone with her until she got in the house after church. And I was like, well, what's going on? And she, that's when she told me what happened, because I was like kind of unplugged on Saturday um, and it's a Sunday. So I hadn't heard. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, really scary. Um, and I was talking to, uh, one of my friends and mentors earlier today that I'm really getting to the point where I find myself being like actually afraid sometimes. Like, like, yeah, like being afraid, yeah. like, uh, it happens more often than I care to admit. Like I think about being single and living alone. And, you know, if something happens, like, can you really trust the authorities? Like quote unquote authorities right. and, I mean, just walking around like there's such an attack and assault on blackness, and I, it's clear that people people just reach their own conclusions about us and act on them with literally no concern for our safety, like or our lives or anything. I'm not gonna lie to
1: you. When we when 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 Black Panther came out and we were all very hyped, and I was very hyped to see it, and I saw it three times in the movie theater. I'm not gonna lie to you. I had a a, a quick feeling of anxiety that. We, with us being so happy and stuff. Exactly, I I, should, I get that. It's just it's just one of those things that it's always in the back of our minds, and because of the climate that we live in, and we see the uh, all that people are, the disgusting things that people are getting away with, it's justified fear. Um, and I don't know, it's something that's really really hard to swallow and really hard to deal with, and it's just. It's not even. It's just all kinds of shit happening. It's the shooting and the fact that your aunt was there and it was right by your mom's house. Kia called me and told me what was going on and I was like, "Come on, man! Like that's kind of that's wild, you know, for you to be in the same place the same day of some shit happening." And then a friend of my, my, one of my, one of my best friends actually, who came up to see uh-huh. me and Kia for the live show, she was on that um, on that Southwest flight where that lady was killed and, and like when the engine failed. So it's just, it's just some shit happening every single day. And we just have to say our prayers and be grateful. Uh, when, when, you know, when things like this happen, that our loved ones are safe and that we're safe, but the fear is real out there. It really is.
0: Yeah. So uh, um, I know that there were a couple of people who went to my mom's church who go to my mom's church um, that were in the white, in the in that Waffle House. And, uh, were, were shot. They were in the hospital. From what I understand, they are getting better, before a while they were in critical condition, um, but, uh, there were four, uh, black people, four black people all under the age of 30 lost their lives in that Waffle House um, um, last weekend. So much prayers, um, t- to their families and all of their loved ones. And, We got to We got to do something. Uh, I don't know what (laughs) I'm still working through uh, and processing this on my own. But we have we have got to start doing something uh, because there's clearly an attack on who we are. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we got to. It's time for us all to to wake up.
1: Yep. Don't be like Kanye West. Cause that nigga is gone. Please don't be like Kanye you Uh, R. Kelly lost his entire team. Well, everybody quit. Oh, I don't know what took okay. so long, but they quit. So there's that. And then I don't. Did you see the Tiffany Haddish video with the with the TMZ yes, I did. <laughs> so Tiffany Haddish was coming out the airport, and she made a video when she got in the car <laughs> and just cussed so elegantly. <laughs> um. About this TMZ reporter who came, or this photographer or whatever, who came up and basically stood there as she and a group of women struggled to load a SUV um, with their luggage at the airport. And then after they lo- they loaded their luggage, he asked her for an interview. She says she went smooth the fuck off. She said he could have offered, and we would. I would. She said she would have told him who bit Beyonce. <laughs> like
0: she was. Like, <laughs> Yes, I believe, I believe every word. I believe that every is. word of it. Oh. I mean, because that stuff happens. That stuff happens all the time.
1: So her, she was completely justified, and I thought it was just a beautiful video. Like um, live. She just cuss. She just. She just cussed Just so beautifully. It was just so. It just flowed like wine off of her lips. Um, and then J Cole released an album. There's that. Did did did. I don't have much else to say. I haven't listened. To Meek food. is free. Meek is free. Meek Mills, <laughs> Ramik. Meek, Meek is free. Is out
0: of jail. Uh, so all of because our, when Beyonce says "Free Meek," it some things get to changing. People get to moving their feet. It's a mobilizing. It's a mobilization that takes place in the justice system when Beyonce says "Free Meek."
1: Even that hating ass black judge. says, all right. Well, Beyonce said it. I just got to give up the ghost. Like I just have Listen. to. I just have to go ahead. All right, fine. Free run, Meek. I'm going to be signing the papers. <laughs> like, right. Here's the documents. Beyonce said it. So, Giselle, we thank you. Meek, I hope that you have a special post specifically dedicated to Beyonce. Don't be out here like Rick Ross when he was on the the breath of death. And then, and then <laughs> when he came to, he posts about his diamonds and his watches. Don't be like that. Make sure that you thank the people who got you here. God first and then Mm -hmm. Beyonce.
0: Are we going to talk about uh, Kim Zolciak now or are we going to save her for later?
1: Uh, No, we're going to go ahead and get into that right this second. I'm going to let you take that away.
0: So, I am calling all Black women. We've got to rally and come together because we have got to make sure that Kim Zolciak is canceled Forever. Eternity. Um, we have got to make sure. We have got to act collectively. <laughs> there is, there, I think, I don't know. I don't know if we need to all just bum rush Bravo Andy. I'm not sure how it needs to happen, but if you witness what I witnessed watching the Housewives reunion on Sunday and watching Kim Zolciak use her white woman tears as weapons of her warfare, <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> um, you mm. know, to attack uh, her other Black castmates and and, um, and fix her fraudulent ass mouth to say. Botched mouth. <laughs> listen, um, that racism is not a thing or it wasn't a thing until, until social media made it a thing. Like, sis. You had a slave. So, like, s- s- not even
1: sis. Like, white woman. Like, <laughs> You had, you owned somebody once upon a time.
0: I just feel like what scared me the most is that it it just kind of crystallizes that there are so many people out here who really believe that we have overcome racism and they really don't have a sense of what racism really is and what it represents as a structure, as a system that is literally set up to marginalize and ostracize and oppress a group of people for mm. no reason other than the color of their skin. And it's not something that is limited to racial slurs and uh, pejorative statements. It's not, it's not, it's not even limited to hate crimes, but there are like, there are things like hate speech and hate, hateful language that come and that exist in policy, that exists in television, that exists in other forms of media and all of it works together. And, structure, and, and structured to make, you know, to, to literally uphold white power and white privilege in this country Ooh, to the that extent that Kim Zosiak can feel justified in calling Andy into the bathroom and reprimanding him for not coming to her rescue when a group of black women called her out for the hateful activities and behaviors that she has has displayed for the entire season of of Real Housewives of Atlanta season ten, and then mm. like I mean, oh, I could I could I could keep going, I could keep going, but the point that I'm trying to make is we have got to push back and show um, Kim that we're not going to sit here and just allow her and her tears to reign supreme on Bravo on the Bravo network. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we got to figure out a way to get Kim Zosiak canceled or at least get her into some sort of implicit and explicit-ass bias training. <laughs> she <laughs> needs to understand. She needs some cultural competence. She needs to understand how race and racism exists in this country. It's not a thing of the past. It's not a part of our history. It's a part of our right goddamn it, now. And mm. if she want to walk around with black women hips and black women titties and a black woman butt... And black women mouth. Listen... I'm gonna need her to respect Black women, respect Black people, respect Black history, Black culture, and respect the fact that y'all's foot's been on our neck for four hundred years. Talk about and you know just doesn't stop. Yeah, you don't just get to just act like it's not a thing no more because because we had Barack Obama like be the president and y'all gave him whole hell for eight years. I'm not doing it with Kim. I'm not. <laughs> There's a white man who just walked up
1: in the Waffle House and was able to shoot a group of people, and he is he he has bell. They went, so and, I really... and they
0: went in the and they went in the woods, and 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 brought him out unscathed. Meanwhile, mm. back at the ranch, we can't even sit down to the Starbucks without somebody calling the police on us, or we can't we have, can't have a break light out. We can't have a break light out. We can't sit in our grandmother's backyard and mind our black ass business. Like I don't have no. time. I don't have time. I don't. We can't go buy Skittles. We can't go buy everything. We can't teas. sell Lucy. We can't go buy Black and Mild. We, we can't sell Lucy's. We, we can't, can't sell mixed-paste on on the police. We can't do nothing. Like, you like, can't I'm get pulled family. over. Like, like, I don't have time. I don't. I do not. I do not. You can't
1: even even fucking come home at this point because you, not only that, so you want to talk about how racism doesn't exist? Racism exists in so many forms and fashion, especially when it comes to law enforcement. We have just pointed out so many examples, but then you have other examples of law enforcement where racism exists because they're just flat out fucking scared. Look at the little young rookie cop you're hiring this fucking Asian cop from Oregon, somebody who ain't never dealt with black people a day in his life, and you put him in the pink houses in Brooklyn and think that when he sees a nigga, he's not getting ready to get scared and that's exactly what happened and he's up shooting an innocent person in the stairwell so don't talk to us at all about how racism doesn't exist blatantly and and subtly like don't talk about it because it's it's very clear it's every very evident it's all over tv it's all over social media it's all in the newspaper it's everywhere that you can fucking see and you have to be willfully blind in order to ignore that
0: it's literally it's in the law. It's in it's in state policy. It's in government structures. It's in government programming. It's in funding structures. It's in it's everywhere. And I think it's 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 just disrespectful uh, when people try to reduce it. To just your opinion of me or the way that you had, like, you know, your, your interaction, your day-to-day behavior, what the, the racial demographics of your friends group, y'all got to learn how to look big, like think bigger and better and be critical of the, the history of hatred and race that exists in this country. And it's all Mm. just playing out in the wash in 2018. So I know that even on the Housewives, they talking about chatty things and he said she said and gossip. And I, but even there, even there, for Kim to refuse to see how it's disrespectful for her to call—I mean, Nene—say what you want about Nene. Nene has worked really hard and has reached a level of success. And for you to reduce her to roaches, mm. you know what I'm saying, and seek to embarrass her—I mean, I can understand. Yeah. I'm—I I can understand how she would feel attacked as a black woman. I mean, but you would have to do that because there's nothing else that you can say about her, because you don't have any other business aside from your unemployed husband. Sis, don't try it. Don't try it. Unemployed. Don't try it. I can't. But we don't have to, we do not have to stay there. But that was bubbling up in my spirit, in my soul. So I just had to let that out. And just
1: because and just because your daughter decides that she wants to come home with a nigga named Jerome Dante. Washington black does not mean and she wants to put the same botched ass <laughs> lips on her face, the same ass, same titties, same everything, same black people, everything, and she's running around the house screaming and quoting Migos all over the place, does not mean that racism doesn't exist.
0: I just, all I wanted Kim to say on that couch was, was I mean, not even say anything, but she was just to be quiet long enough to acknowledge and, and listen, because I felt like Candy, maybe not Nini because Nini is pissed, but Candy tried to explain to her why what she said was problematic and how a room full of Black women would understand why there could be some racial or racist undertones to what she was saying. But no, she just wanted to rah, rah, rah and be attacked and, and thought that her tears were going to... You know, change anything. And I'm just so grateful. I feel like Andy could have said or uh, done more. Um, and we don't know for sure whether or not he did because of editing and such, such, but I feel like I'm, just, I was so grateful that he did not give it to her. I'm, I'm so grateful that he did yeah. not apologize. And I'm so grateful that he said, but what else have you contributed to this show other than hate and negativity? So if that's what you, exactly. Exactly. if yes. that's what you put out. That's what you're going to get back. Okay. But, she literally called mm. the producers and said, "Bring Andy in here so I can cry and 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 reprimand him for not standing up for me." And Andy was, your delicious white tears nothing, don't mean anything nothing. to me. Nothing, but that's how white tears they work. don't ever mean anything. Shout out to Lovey. To. Lovey posted, made a post about white te- uh, white women's tears and how they have been vehicles of hate and oppression for for people of co- uh, color in this country, and she. We literally ride the rafters on the, wire, on the white tears. She did the- She did such an awesome job. If you have not read it, um, you should check it out because when I tell you that she nailed it, she really nailed it. And this is not an attack on all white women. It is just a cry for y'all to take, a ch- take some time to get some understanding. Just seek to understand our perspective instead of taking personal offense and... Um, failing to own to the ways in which you are complicit in the systems of hatred that exist. That's all. Mm. That's really all. Mm. And I mean, I don't mm. think there's anything else to say about that, but we still the fact remains we gotta get Kim Zosiac up out of here. And that's just ain't no more bottom lines after that.
1: Yeah, no, nah, she's canceled. She's been <laughs> canceled though. For me, she been she lied about cancer, she lied about all kinds Where of things. Where like, is she's your scooter?
0: Nini, <laughs> I don't care talk about Lanethia and the problematic things that she says go for it because there are some problematic things that Nini says but she, your slave is behind she you. is reality TV <laughs> gold ain't no housewife without Nini, as far as I'm concerned it's not, I mean it's, it's not. just I'm sorry. just she's just she nailed it she's just thank you Nini.
1: Thank and you. that wraps up our trash this week because I think we have Woo, We had a full
0: bag. We were of out trash. of town, so of we course are, you know. Yeah, we were a little late. Lots to catch up on. Lots to catch up on, but we can keep it pushing on. To the shout out to my sis. Hey,
1: my sis is popping right now. Like hola to the <laughs> hermanas. We have a shout out this week. Actually, we have two shout outs. Um, actually, we have one shout out. Sorry. So. Hey, Cousin Jade and Cousin Kia. I love y'all show and want to let y'all know you are such an inspiration. Sorry, this is a little long, but to get right to it, I am LaShanika Ephraim, a University of Texas at Austin alumni. I am writing this to your shout out to my sis segment. I'm trying to raise a thousand dollars to give two black or brown students five hundred dollars apiece to have a spending money when they study abroad nice. this summer. I started this because when I was in college, I was blessed with the opportunity to study abroad twice with a professor whose goal was to take as many minority students abroad as possible. I worked three jobs to save spending money for these trips. My goal is to raise money for a couple of students in the next cohort so they can enjoy and explore the country they'll be studying in. The next cohort will be traveling to South Africa this summer, and I'm hoping to reach my goal by then. I'm already halfway there. I'm asking you guys to help me reach my goal. A shout out or a posting of the link will be greatly appreciated. The link is below. And thank you for reading this. Your little cousin, Lala. Yes,
0: Lala.
1: Lala. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for sharing this with us. Um, I think this is so dope. You guys are going to be able to find the link in the description box. It's www.ucaring.com Floor slash uh current UT students and then a whole bunch of other <laughs> shit. So I will be sure to post that in the description box so that you guys can click on the link. If you can donate $5, $10 to help make an experience of a, of a, of a student of black or Brown student abroad. If you can make that better, then let's go ahead and do that. I'll go ahead and give some of my coins um to it. It's not going to be many cause I don't have many, but I we can we rub do
0: these, these together, nickels and dimes, dimes. Rub these nickels and dimes together. <laughs> Get it going, but yeah, that's what's up thanks for having us to that. Uh, Lala. it's an awesome cause that we got to make sure
1: that we support. Absolutely. So, you guys, make sure you please, please, please check out the description box and click on that link to donate, even just five bucks. And if we all do it we will be able to raise probably over what the goal is. And I know this is something that we would all love to take a part in. So thank you, Lala, for sending that over our way. We can now head over to the kitchen table because I am hungry.
0: Yes. Yay. Yay! Audiobooks are a great sidekick for summer activities like hiking, running, road tripping, enjoying downtime, outdoors and more. And with the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, Audible lets you fill your summer with more stories, like James Comey's A Higher Loyalty, Truth, Lies, and Leadership. In A Higher Loyalty, former FBI director James Comey shares his never-before-told experiences from some of the highest-stakes situations of his career in the past two decades of the American government, exploring what good ethical leadership looks like and how it drives sound decisions. And I'm sure the book also features some true tea about uh, his latest government foray, uh, with y'all's president, uh, Chito Sanchez.
1: Mm-hmm. Tangerine Mussolini. As an Audible <laughs> member, you'll get a credit every month, good for any audiobook, regardless of price. And if you didn't like your audiobook, you can exchange it, no questions asked. Plus, your books are yours to keep. Go back and re listen at any time, even if you cancel your membership. Better yet, you can switch seamlessly between devices, picking up exactly where you left off. Whether it's on your phone, through your car, from a tablet, or at home on an Amazon Echo. Start a 30 day trial and your first audiobook is free. Just go to audible.com forward slash grown or text grown, G R O W N, to 500 500. That's audible.com slash grown or text grown to 500 500. You can do it with audiobooks and you can do it with
0: audible. Let us convene around the kitchen table, ladies. Okay, gentlemen, friends, family, cats, dogs, cheese and crackers. <coughs> um, <laughs> oh, girl, girl, raise your hands, raise your
1: hand. Raise your hands. This is your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. Cheese and crackers. Cheese, cheese crack- and crackers.
0: <laughs> um I trying to think what I said. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm hanging out with um I feel like I'm hanging out with Keisha and them too much because I just start saying like uh West Indian things. Somebody said something to me the other day and I was like, cheese and rice. <laughs> cheese and rice. Like I was, I was like, where did that come from, girl?
1: Anyway. My grandmother sent me cheese rice. It was one of the only delicious things that she Come
0: cooked. on, cheese rice. Oh, uh, yes. At the kitchen table today, I'm nosy. So, uh, I was, and y'all know that I love TV. So this, uh, this conversation will allow me to join two of my passions <laughs> together. Um, and I, we're going to take, uh, just take a walk down memory lane. Do you remember like some of our favorite television shows of, you know, the early nineties? Um, I mean, the late nineties, I guess. Um, maybe the early 2000s. Uh, and movies and television shows. Have you ever sat and thought, like, what happened to those people? Like, some of the maybe not the main characters. Like, we know where the Fresh Prince is, like, or we know where Steve Urkel is, but like, what about some other people on those shows? Like, where did they end up? Jazz. Yes. yeah. So I hit Jade up, and I was just like, "Girl, let's do a Where Are They Now." I talked to Tay about this a couple of weeks ago when I was trying to think about ways that we can talk about TV on the show because TV is my happy place, and um. I just thought, you know, that there was those of you out there who listen to the show who might also enjoy some conversation about some of our favorite sitcoms of yesteryear. So Jade and I put together a list of some of our favorite unsung heroes of black of black uh sitcoms um <laughs> of the 90s, and we did our good Googles and and tried to track down where they are and what they've been doing since they were on, you know, primetime Thursday night at eight o'clock. So Uh, Jade helped me out this week because, you know, you know, we both been running around, but we did some, we, we shared in, uh, doing, um, preparation for the show and Jade, uh, took on doing a good chunk of the Google. So I'm going to let her, um, let her let her start off. Well um with with some of our favorites and then you know I'll just chime in. Kia asked
1: where was Judy Winslow and Waldo Haraldo Faldo?
0: <laughs> Those are the two that just stuck out from Family Matters because we know that Judy went to her room one season and never came downstairs again. Um
1: never shut up again. It was it was literally Judy in the attic. I know
0: that I know um, that they did a, a reunion um for people magazine a couple of maybe it was last year the year before and if my memory serves me correctly i don't know if judy was in the building was she i don't
1: believe so and also if you watch later seasons of family matters which by mm. the way did not age well no i tried to go back and watch it and i was like this is just corny um but if you watch like later seasons of family matters they always like yeah, they start they to reference like, their two children right on out.
0: <laughs> like she never existed
1: <laughs> So there was, they never brought her back. They never replaced her like they did Claire or My Wife and Kids, which was hilarious, actually.
0: Just a whole new person, huh?
1: <laughs> and I love how Damon Wayans addressed it. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, so Judy went to her room and she never returned. And then Waldo Geraldo Faldo was just fun. So we just wanted oh, to know where he was. I love him. So um, you all might already know this, but if you don't, Judy Winslow is now a reformed porn star. So she's not um, doing the porn anymore. She didn't. I believe she's doing the porn okay. any longer. Okay.
0: And a former weed addict. Now, when you say addict
1: <laughs> <laughs> This is how she referred to herself.
0: Okay. All right. Well then there you have it.
1: So I have a problem with this because um you being lazy and shiftless. While smoking weed does not make you a weed addict. It just makes you a lazy, shiftless person who uses uh, marijuana, THC, CBD, whatever you choose to partake in. Uh, you just use that as an excuse to be a lazy and shiftless person. Yeah, it oh is God. chemically impossible to become addicted to weed as it is to mar- as it is, marijuana, as it is to heroin or crack cocaine. You can start to get an addiction to the euphoria that you feel, but chemically impossible, so I, I, that's debatable to me, but anyway Go off yes. on this, yes, this <laughs>
0: but yeah, entertainment it was Entertainment Weekly that did the reunion for Family Matters, and it doesn't look like they even invited Judy <laughs> I don't think so. I don't It doesn't know. look like they even asked her to come on by, which is kind of sad, and I can see why she would want to hit the blunt after that Uh, I guess a fun fact that I didn't, I guess I remember this now, but now that I'm reading it, but I guess I forgot that Family Matters was a spinoff from Perfect Strangers. Do you remember my favorite theme song ever in life? So uh, (laughs) Harriet Harriet Winslow played the elevator operator down to the newspaper where Larry and Valky worked. And that's how (laughs) um, Full House became a thing. Fun facts.
1: And then Waldo Geraldo Faldo, He's not doing much. The last thing that I saw quoted from him is that he provided the voice of Timberwolf on the animated series Legion of Superheroes, which oh, in two thousand and six. Six? So. that was that's not real <laughs>
0: at all. That's um, the most reason I can find. Oh man, Waldo don't have a job, y'all.
1: I know. What we going do? What we going do? So, just so you guys know, this is really more so an episode of, like, how we can find some of these people a job. We got to, like, we got to do something. This is, like, a big-ass shout-out to my sister, bro, because
0: <laughs> not Man. all of them, but some of them.
1: We just want them to win, and so we're really just doing this to try to rejuvenate and renew that spirit. Moving right along, Jabari. Little jukebox
0: from girlfriends, <laughs> little Jamani
1: <laughs> Where is Jabari? What is Jabari doing? Where's Little Jigaboo at? Is he in this room? <laughs> what a fantastic show! I went the jigsaw puzzle to the market. I can't take it.
0: Yes, <laughs> I just love her. Uh, little Juju B is over here cutting up. You better come and get your sign. <laughs> oh, we love Tony Childs. She specializes in results. So funny results. Little Jubilee. Little, um, <laughs> little
1: Jubilee. A little Jujitsu is work. over here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, you better come and get him.
1: I said, oh my word. He came up with every single nickname except his own and it was pure gold. So good. He has yeah. not worked in a, in a while. Uh, the last active role that he had was an ER and monk in 2002 so I'm going to just hope that what is Jabari's
0: it's... real name oh Jabari's real you're right oh wait I let should... me um I can look it up right quick but while I did look at, at Waldo's IMDB and it says that he was on a TV series last year it's called oh really it was called Hood Adjacent with James Davis <laughs> <laughs> So he was on Money and Violence on YouTube.
1: Oh my cool. God, he was on uh, the Black Girl Magic episode.
0: <laughs> he was also in Girlfriends. Waldo was in Girlfriends. Yes, he was. He was a hairdresser. Okay, I do remember that. And he had a little. He uh, yes. Why is that not? In- yes, he was from 2002 to 2004. He played Peaches. Yes, he played Peaches. He played Peaches yes, he in did. Girlfriends. He also was in do Remember him, Paulo Bennett was, as well. Yes, he was mm-hmm. for a second. Mm-hmm.
1: But he did play Peaches and Girlfriends. That's really the last thing that I truly saw him
0: on. Peaches. I do remember that. I do remember that. But he was in... Okay. The, he was in um, this, Man's, this Man's television series uh, in 2017, though. So he's he's doing something. He did something recently. We're so glad you that did he's did working. He did something. You did something. Jabari's real name is Tanner Scott Richard, and he has not done one single solitary thing since Girlfriends. <laughs> I told you. No, he did. He did Uh, not do anything. He didn't do anything. Oh, he did in Monk in 2002. Yes, but Girlfriends ended in 2006. Okay, well then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jabari. That's okay, though. Hopefully he went to college or he has some other uh, gainful employment, Some some trade or... Hopefully he's not. I hope I hope maybe
1: he wants to focus on college, but Reggie Hayes. Oh yes, that's William. Okay, mm-hmm. William. Um he has been roasted on the internet for a while now. Uh and and uh and Bossipus says he settled for a bizarre existence oh. while everyone else from the show continued oh, to follow. Oh William. Well, yeah, so William decided to, yeah, he's whoo, sis okay i want you to actually see this i actually want your actual real life uh reaction on this show right now so i'm gonna send kia an email guys and i want her to see exactly um this picture of william that i just saw on the internet oh my word somebody said william ate all the girlfriends this is
0: not nice this is not nice at all
1: Oh no. I think something's not right oh. though. William. <laughs> what happened? Look at the Look at the whole post.
0: Oh What is oh. going on? Oh, my dear Lord. Jesus. Is that him with Raj from What's Happening? What? Yes, it is.
1: Did you see the one of him laying on the bed with the Batman shirt in his drawers? Stop, stop.
0: Oh, I I am canceling this internet subscription. Somebody, somebody
1: said William from Girlfriends looks like the epitome of life comes at you fast. He is.
0: He looks like an expected mother. <laughs> he- he is so big! Oh my! God. I got to get off this thing. Are you kidding me?
1: So I said, "This is not William from Girlfriends. I won't allow it." William was one of the funniest characters. Like, I really think something's not right. I think something is truly not right with him.
0: Whoa! I do. And he's really posed up, like with these "Hey, big head" <laughs> captions. I can't! 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 I can't. <laughs> Can we please move on? Who is that? who else's is... girlfriends? Was anybody else some girlfriends? Let me see what Tony Childs is doing right quick because I follow her on Twitter. I saw Tony Childs in a picture with
1: Molly because you know they're the same person. Oh,
0: from, um, um, insecure. I see it. Yeah, they I took a, they it. took
1: a little video together, and it was. I saw it immediately. Like I called it. I was like, "That's Tony Childs."
0: She's still working. She was in Ash vs Evil Dead, which is a TV uh a TV series.
1: And we all know and what Maya's doing because we saw her on uh
0: We saw her on what?
1: What was that reality show oh,
0: on, God. on uh real Hollywood uh what is it? Uh the divas of real divas Hollywood. Hollywood.
1: Of...
0: Yes, yeah, she was on <sighs> there. She don't look quite I right. I love Tony Childs. I was Tony right. Child's for um There was a party at UConn. When I was at UConn, the Black Student Union had a party, uh, every Black History Month called the Mahogany Ball.
1: (laughs) One year, one year,
0: the theme was like celebrity red carpeting. We dressed up like our favorite celebrities and I was Tony Childs. You specialized in in results, honey. Um, but yes, uh, where's, uh, do we know where, um, Lynn is? What is Lynn doing? Persia White. Lynn is singing. Lynn singing is in a what? band
1: and making music, uh, you know, okay. hippie music, and um, and living her best gothic hippie um, life. And yeah, that's that's pretty much what Lynn is doing at this point. She's she's making music. I, she's not
0: really doing a lot of oh, acting. Um, all right, I can dig it. Let's move on. What's the next show? Next we have coming to oh, America. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Where does Queens, Queens,
1: Queens. So Kia wanted to focus specifically on Lisa and Patrice. More McDowell. so
0: Patrice, because, you know, her messy ass was just doing too much <laughs> without the, throughout the film. But Lisa McDowell, but I I feel like I've seen her recently on um, Haves and Have Nots. now that I think about it. She was on the Haves yes, and But have Patrice, not. I feel like I've not seen her n- anywhere. Well, that is because she is not behind the
1: scenes as a production assistant.
0: Oh, work, Patrice. Work, work, sis. So she's working
1: behind the scenes on a few like smaller projects, but she is working and that's all we're
0: happy to hear. That's really all we ask for. Oh, hot in the pants, Patrice. So she did marry... Oh, Lisa McDowell married Christopher Martin. She
1: married Christopher Martin. They divorced in 95. She was in Belly 2. I don't remember that. Just in case I you do not remember know. that, <laughs> but...
0: And Will Smith, wild, wild I west. didn't see that either. Oh, the video. <laughs> the video with Drew Hill. Yes, we're going straight <laughs> to the wild, wild west. west. I always laugh because Drew Sisto uh, made "straight" a two syllable word. Like every time, we're going straight to yes, straight the wild, wild west.
1: <laughs> oh god this is too hard
0: he made it work
1: he made it work <laughs> where they couldn't figure out another word he said I'm gonna just turn this we got an, an extra beat, beat in
0: here I need don't so straight, worry celebrate. Cisco was like celebrate. I got it we're going straight <laughs> <too>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey oh this is such <laughs> foolishness okay we're gonna move on to one of our beloveds. Oh, yes. Our beloveds, our beloveds, one of our very favoritas, yes, Charmaine Taisha Brown. Oh, my God. You know, she is one of Absolutely. my favorites. Uh, She came onto the cast. The Cosby Show was one of those shows that even as they got into the later seasons, it was still good. Absolutely. Because it gave us gems like Erica Alexander and Charmaine Taisha Brown. AKA, Pam. A.K.A. Karen. So it was she would be named Karen. Um, she, Char- Karen. she just looks like her name would be Karen Charmaine Taisha Brown was on a Cosby show and then a different world she is now 52 years old savior
0: god I guess that makes sense though because she was grown when I was a child she was grown doing the Cosby show we have yeah, to remember yeah, yeah. Um,
1: my favorite role of hers obviously I love her as Charmaine but lean on me uh, is one of my favorite movies of all time
0: because you don't for Mr. Clark because you don't take care of your responsibility responsibility <laughs>
1: uh. oh
0: yes
1: Charmaine stayed dealing with an ancient nigga she was dealing with Lance I love Lance 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 it depends on what kind of mood she was in she also did the voice of Dijonay Jones on The Proud Family. Yes, family, 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 proud family. Yes, and then she's um she's been in a few stage productions, and she was recently on How to Get Away with Murder.
0: I don't remember that, but I'm gonna have to look dig into that episode and watch it on demand or something. I did not watch How to Get
1: Away with Murder, but um maybe I will just because she appeared in
0: it. I don't remember her role because I feel like I keep up with that, but maybe it was a small role and I just overlooked it.
1: I um, and then let's move on to Aunt Viv of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Aunt Vi, Aunt Vi, Aunt Viv. Aunt Vi, Aunt Viv.
0: I was I talking was about, Well, yeah, Vivian is Will's um, Will's aunt, but Aunt Vi was Will's mom. Oh yeah! Shit. <laughs> but what he can say? Yeah, it's okay. No worries. I was thinking about on Vi. No, oh, you're right. Let's see. We'll see where on Vi is. On name was Renee Watson. She's oh, still she's working. been working. Indeed, she's been working. She's on she's hospital, in. honey. She has been working.
1: Dharma and Greg yes, the yes. X-Files yes. ER Days of Our she was, Lives She Lockham did and girl, Grace and Frankie She did She did, great. She did, she Grace, did and do Grace and, she did and Frankie did The Big Bang Theory
0: I'm by out here making these and coins making coins She did um Oh my god Criminal that show Bobby likes Archer, Archer. <laughs> Yes she mid, did Archer She was in Rush Hour the television series Come on fresh off the boat I'm by still collecting these coins honey She's booked. She's not playing.
1: And I love Fresh Off the Boat. That's one of my favorite shows. I think it's slept it. on. I'm
0: so glad that she's still working. And she's still out here. I am too. She
1: was a witness in Michael Jackson's second case of child. A witness
0: for who? I don't oh know. I wasn't ready for that.
1: I wasn't either. Wikipedia be putting <laughs> on. Well, we got to take Wikipedia with a grain of salt. I know we do, but this is, like, a whole, like, to-do. Well, y'all Google that because that is a a sip of tea that I did not know. So,
0: yeah, that's what Vi is doing. I also, I guess now that I'm here, I'm going to look up Jeffrey. Well, while you look up Jeffrey, Viv is
1: just, as we all know, out here terrorizing the streets. You're talking about uh, Janet. But, he, he that's be, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's out mm-hmm. here terrorizing the streets. She is also the ambassador for the National Osteoporosis Foundation. Is she? That's
0: random. <laughs> it is. Maybe she has osteoporosis. I think she
1: does. I think she suffers from osteoporosis. But that's what happens when you let hate flow through your bones.
0: Oh my goodness. Jeffrey is still working. What's he doing? Jeffrey's been doing some TV movies and short films, yeah, TV a few TV series. Uh, he did uh, the last TV series that he did was in 2014, but since then he's completed a few short films. Uh, d- looks like he's been doing some Shakespeare stuff like he did King Lear. Mm. King Lear. you better use, you better work. yes indeed. yes, indeed. y'all better not sleep on him, honey. And then you remember Shireen from House Party. I miss Sharan so much, but I feel like I saw her again. I just didn't realize that that was her. AJ Johnson. She's now a life coach on OWN.
1: Um, she's into a lot of fitness fitness stuff. And she's also been out here checking Gabrielle Union. Has she? Yes, because so Gabrielle Union actually tells the ex- the experience of when she was a mean girl. And she was saying some nasty, ugly things. And A.J. Johnson, you know, she was saying it to her. And then when she was done, she was like, now, do you feel better about yourself? <laughs> and Gabrielle Union was like, no, actually, I don't. And she said that's what that's what um, shifted her into realizing some of her mean girl ways
0: and becoming a better
1: person. And that was all thanks to Sheree. Nice. Shane.
0: I'm really glad to hear that. We all know that Tisha, toilet Tisha Campbell is out here breaking the internet with her Oh, yeah, all you have to do
1: is just follow the real I Tisha actually Campbell on Instagram. That. <laughs> that is not Tisha Campbell's page. Do not oh my God, me on here that. you go.
0: But yeah. But No, no, no I was gonna go say, but say. yes. Um I think I think was it in, I don't think it was nobody else in House Party that I actually gave a damn about. No, I don't believe so at all, actually
1: who was married to who was married to oh yeah we said it christopher martin um
0: you said what's the name was uh lisa (laughs) mcdowell
1: oh lisa mcdowell she was married to christopher martin from kid and play Mm -hmm. that's the dark skin one not the light skin one because i think both their names were christopher and then if you look so there's a whole so now we're gonna focus on a cast okay so let's do the cast of living single wouldn't that be fun because they just rebooted it back on Hulu not too long ago. And I know we have all been in a living single vortex. And so The Root actually did an article on living single. And where are they now? And we know that Queen Latifah is out here making music. Uh, she produced a Black remake of Still Magnolias. I have not seen I've, neither the original nor the remake. Did you?
0: I saw that. I did see the TV movie for a Lifetime. How a- <laughs> It was it was what I expected it to be, but it did have a killer cast. I think I watched it because Alfre Woodard and uh, Felicia Rashad were in it. So okay. it was some real heavy hitters in it. Right. So it was like, I have to watch this off GP. Absolutely. Like, I think I will watch it again. I mean, but it was it was the Queen Latifah movie on Lifetime, So no, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she did uh, she
1: had, you know, she had her own talk show for a while. And she was doing Single Ladies. I don't know if
0: you used to watch Single Ladies. I she produced Single Ladies, and she also produced uh, that movie where she awkwardly kissed kind of, kind of or was it, or or was it the movie where she awkwardly kissed LL Cool J? Either way, it was awkward kissing. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Um, I don't remember, but yes, lots of awkward kissing. Um. <laughs> and and I think she's producing that the, the head TV show Now Star right or she's yes, in, it. She's in it. Uh, what, is it is she producing on Lee Daniels Lee I don't Daniels. know maybe I, Lee she's Lee. in it maybe she's not producing
1: it my bad she's definitely in it and I'm oh, we're not even going to get into Star because I feel ways about that but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, Kim Coles yes Sinclair Sinclair James one of the ditziest characters on TV one of the most hilarious and underrated hilarious characters to me. Uh She appeared in a couple episodes of the soul man. And then she starred and produced her own one woman show. Oh, but wait, there's more in 2012. And then she launched her own business, open the gifts. So she's working, I guess she's doing her own shit now and you know, we, I can't be mad at it as long as she's working. I just want to see her win.
0: Mm-hmm. Not mad. I know she did a... Uh, oh, maybe I'm thinking of Kim. What's the other Kim? Whitfield. Field. No, Kim Whitfield. Because oh, Whitfield. I know she... I was about to say she, didn't she have a show on, on? I saw her on on David Tutera, though. Who Kim Coles? Kim Coles, when she got married. David Tutera did her wedding. Who is she married? Some man. I don't know. A black man? I think so. Okay, good.
1: That makes me happy. Um I just really wish they would have like they really gave Sinclair <laughs> these freestyle braids micros, for honey. the entire they said we are never doing your hair again. Micro Holy micros. freestyles. It's a wonder that her edges are still intact. You hear me? And listen, they clearly they were like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not gonna rip them out. Somebody is back there doing the work. Um, and then Erica Alexander Rob the Maverick. Literally my favorite, 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 favorite character on *Living Single. She was a woman before her time. She was a feminist.
0: Yes, indeed. She was
1: a maverick. She was hilarious. She was truthful. Maxine Shaw, attorney at law um she has been she so she wrote a script for an episode of Mad Men that featured black characters it never aired but she wanted to incorporate the difficult other or um, organically into the storyline so she did that and then it says that last year alexander and her husband created a sci-fi graphic novel concrete park and i saw her recently the last thing that i saw her in was actually queen sugar oh true the very first show that I I have dedicated myself to watching on own. Don't do, um, don't,
0: do don't do that. <laughs> oh my, not doing anything. I didn't do oh my anything. word! It's
1: the truth. It is the one show on own that I have consistently watched every episode of. But she was Hollywood's wife. Uh, what does she suffer suffer from schizophrenia? What she suffering from? Oh
0: yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what condition she had, but she did have some. Uh, she was dealing with mental health issues. And she is not aging. Not, not at all. She's still out here. I saw her recently on um, Alex's Instagram. I think that she's, they were working together for BET's The Rundown. Yes. According to IMDB, she was recently on the TV show called Beyond. And she played somebody named Tess Shoemaker. Okay. And she was also on the, the TV show Bosch from 2016 to 2017. Was she in get out
1: yeah she was she was one of the cops mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was one of the cops and get out she was she was laughing at uh yes. she was laughing at littlere when he came <laughs> trying to tell them about what was going on so she's out here acting she's working like she's like working working i'm not mad all right I'm not no. mad at it at all I'm happy I said and then John hint oh go did ahead, you sis. see right. that
0: there was some sort of um video I saw a video of her and Kim Coles and they were like somebody was like Asking them if they want would do a Living Single reboot. And they were like, mm-mm. And I was like, well, yes. thank God. Thank God somebody got some sense.
1: Yeah, they were both like, no, we're actually not not going to do that at all. Um, it's not a good idea. And
0: I appreciate the fact
1: that they are letting something that was great lie where it is. Liv- Living Single is one show that I can say has aged even better. It aged like wine. Yes, like because
0: it's still better. super funny right now.
1: Oh my God, right this second. Like it could come out and it is funny right this second. So I think it was a show before its time, personally. And then John Hinton, because you specifically asked about Overton.
0: I want to know what Overton Wakefield Jones has been doing. I know that years and years ago, he was on the, H- the Hughleys. <laughs> well, yes. <yeah>, so
1: he <sighs> had a, record- a recurring role on the Hughleys. And then he had a few one-off performances on one-on-one, the Parkers. And Hannah Montana. Hannah
0: Montana? Hannah Montana? Hannah Montana? Um, Hannah Montana?
1: Hannah Montana? I know Montana.
0: his his name on the Hulies was like Millsap or something. I just... <laughs> his name... Why they always give him these I names? I don't know. I was just like, his name was Millsap Morris. And I just thought that was the best thing ever. But yeah uh he has not been working like that for real um no he hasn't he does comedy clubs but yeah that's he's, about a, it. he's a comedian he's a stand-up apparently and and yeah he's a stand-up comedian so that's what's up obi i'm not mad yeah i um
1: yeah go ahead uh <laughs> which with your bad self we <laughs> love this from overton and I'm, I'm i hope that you are getting paid from the gigs at the comedy clubs that makes me happy kim fields Regine! 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 (laughs) Khadija! Khadija!
0: (laughs) So, Regine. (laughs) Shout out to Jennifer Lewis, man. She's the world's greatest. Underrated.
1: (laughs) Let me tell you about giving somebody their flowers while they're still here. Give this lady her flowers. She can make anything funny, yo. Because, I mean. (laughs) I read her book in her voice and giggled. Like, no, I was on the gotta, plane giggling.
0: The audiobook in her voice, like, you can't, I can't even listen to it in public because I just act, uh, I just cannot <laughs> contain myself. And everyone thinks <laughs> that I'm just going through something. But when I tell you, it's like slap your knees laughter when you listen to Auntie Jennifer. It's so. I need to listen to the book. But yes, I
1: Regine,
0: I know that she was on The Housewives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We know that we saw her on that. that ooh, I had to
1: go back and watch *Living Single* just
0: to like her again because <laughs> she didn't get she, she didn't get her that. life. I didn't really care for her on the show until the reunion, and she went off. And, yeah. um, what's her name was like all right, Kim Fields. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, it was funny. That's like a funny sound bite. It's like sometimes I just hear that in my head, and it's just a, a cute little giggle. But yes. Hi, let me,
1: hit me with an all right, Kim Fields. Well, all right, Kim Fields. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, so she, yeah, I had to like her. So when I watched Living Single all over again, I was like, oh, okay, okay. This came from a place. Oh, and fun fact, my mother, um actually, my mom used to be a massage therapist. She massaged Kim Fields back in the day. oh So <laughs> she said she was really cool. She was a super sweet woman. Uh, but she has been working on meet. The, I guess she did. Uh, she directed episodes of the Ricky Smiley Show. Ooh, problematic. House Aww. of Pain. Well, Let's Stay American Together director. and Meet the Browns. Okay. Yeah, she's directing... No, I'm just talking about Rick- Ricky Smiley. Period. But <laughs> um, but uh, she's been producing uh, clearly some very black productions. So in directing, and she produced and
0: Cynthia Bailey's sunglasses commercial. <laughs> Sunglasses glasses commercial
1: um and Barely she's married eyewear. to um she's married to a man who you know uh everybody speculates listen leave him alone is a, is, is is um not into her oh i can't say either way but you know whatever not my business not my business and
0: they have you use- <laughs> Have you seen Kyle Barker? I have, have seen, seen, seen Kyle Barker because he is playing the choir director's husband on *Greenleaf*. Yeah. Child. hmm mm-hmm. And I did see him on... Um, he did that commercial. It was like a Macy's commercial. It's like a holiday TJ commercial. Max. Oh, my God.
1: TJ Maxx. Yep.
0: <laughs> I was like, is that
1: Kyle? He has cut his hair. He is salt and pepper, but he is uh, uh, aging like a graceful black man. Um And he, yeah, he did some commercials and he said, it said he did voiceover work for video games, including God of War, Mortal Kombat and Star Wars. So he's definitely still working, even behind the scenes.
0: Come on here. I'm not mad. Get these coins. Uh, <laughs> and then do you remember um, Russell Montego? What did he call Regine? Wait, what did he? <laughs> he used to he like used scream her. her. And he would talk about her breasts. And he'd be like, the 8th and, so, <laughs> <world. laughs> <laughs> like and ninth wonders of the world. The 8th and ninth wonders of the world. Russell. Oh, where is Russell?
1: Sean Baker uh, appeared as a detective on an episode of Chosen. And according to IMDb, he will appear in 2014's Q. But it is now 2018, so I'm not sure. <laughs> somebody's Uh, running late and then then Chip Fields who is Regine's mother who has played her mother in everything that she's been in Regine's mom be
0: like we we got a new job we got a job so when they gonna have the mama episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then you know who her her younger sister is she played in um, Sister Sister
0: Yep. As the yep, twins, from. Yep. D- What's her yep, name? You know what I'm uh, D- uh, oh, Satan. What's it, Dion? I know he's talking about. Mm. I know he's talking about. I can't think of her name, though. But they all look exactly yes, alike. They all yep. look alike.
1: But uh, the Chip Fields has directed episodes also of House of Payne, Meet the Browns, and Just Jordan. So clearly, like 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 he has said, when when uh Kim when films, Kim he, gets a
0: job, she be like, "We got a job, okay." Kim's Kim's mama gets a job. I'm not mad though. I'm not mad. And then
1: we have Mister Williams, Cress Williams, who played Khadijah's fiance, Scooter. Oh, Scooter with them slumpy shoulders. Yes, in those in those ill-fitting. Coda clothes. Jordan was kind of fine though. Um, <laughs> she
0: was kind of fine. He
1: was like black. He was like black Like you he know, like what I'm black saying? man like, back like, All in right. the day.
0: Fine, like he was. Yeah, fine. like, mm-hmm. like nineties. my mm-hmm. yeah. nah, man.
1: Like if you like, you a big black shoulder nah, man, nah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with, Ill- yeah. with the ill-fitting wardrobe. Absolutely. He was your guy. So he's been in Heart of Dixie, um, Friday Night Lights. He was Michael B. Jordan's dad. Oh. So this is Killmonger's daddy. Yes. Uh, and then Bumper Robinson. Don't play. Don't come for Bumper
0: because I live for Bumper. He was With in a sis, different world. Sis,
1: no, sis. Bumper Robinson, when, when the game came back on.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm married, but I'm not blind. <laughs> when the game came back on and Bumper Robinson showed up. I, I was watching it. I was like, "Whoa, oh, oh, oh my nigga got some grown man beat on him." Okay, I looked over my glasses. Okay. I remember sitting there <laughs> on my couch and looking over my glasses,
0: like, "Huh, huh, huh, my nigga got fuck." Oh. Oh. <laughs> excuse
1: me. Make excuse. Oh my. my. Stand corrected. <laughs> Hello. Well, they talk about Asian fine getting better with time this bumper robinson was it for me okay that was you want to talk about a celebrity crush i was like i don't care who you shamar moore's and your omar gooding and whoever else you are oh you niggas like i am here for bumper robinson grown bumper robinson okay post 2012 bumper robinson so i just want y'all to know he got some man meat on him go ahead and take a look google him you will find that he has aged quite nicely but he's done some video games and voiceover work for Star Wars, Ace Combat, Batman. And then we saw him in the game. So, yeah, Bumper Robinson, yeah, he aged. He aged pretty nicely. I don't know how much he's working outside of the video games. But Cree Summer still does voiceover work. And we know she's paid and relevant. I love Cree Summer. So that's some of the cast. Oh, we didn't we even talk about, because um, there's so many no. of them. God we're going to have an episode for 95 years yeah. before we feature everybody. I think that's
0: enough. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. What were you going to say? Oh, we we didn't even do Khadijah Khadijah, yes, Khadijah. you said she was the very first we? one we did
1: but, oh okay and I said she's yes. making music she just released she a just, song and we
0: also would be remiss in not acknowledging uh, her mom she just lost her mom Um, mm-hmm. and her mom played on Living Single as well so rest in peace um, she did. to Khadijah I mean to Queen Latifah I was gonna call her Khadijah to Queen Latifah uh mom miss uh miss owens we appreciate you sis
1: yes oh my goodness oh and she was also her mother was in Mm -hmm. the cookout yeah she was in the cookout but yeah rest in peace to her so that is um that we're gonna stop that right let us know how y'all feel about Um, this if
0: if this was a good idea
1: i'm sorry i'm trying uh, and we will put the root article We'll reference the root article um, and make sure we post that in the description box so you guys can check out a full article of all of the characters and where they're at now and links to to other things that they're doing. So we'll make sure we post that in the description box and make and give our due where it's due.
0: Yes, indeed. If there's another show that y'all want us to cover, like like we like we did Living Single, like maybe we can do all the characters and girlfriends, or we could pick another show, um, yes. maybe like The Facts of Life or Thea or or something like that moesha moesha we we could do a different world because that's my favorite show ever in life boom done we're doing a different world
1: next (laughs) (laughs) oh and then also uh we would be remiss to not to not i forgot we forgot to say it earlier but make sure you guys are reading an american marriage
0: yes oh my god i got a dm from the author did you? Uh, I did. Because evidently all of y'all have been hitting her up and saying that you're reading the book for our podcast. And hey guys, we're gonna be talking about the book really soon. I think yes. uh next week is our May 1st episode. So um we'll get into it early in the month. Uh but yes, the book is amazing. It's you amazing. can read it in like a day and a half because I did. You <laughs> can it's not gonna take you long to read. No. Um let us know. Uh I mean if maybe if there's something specific that you want us to kind of talk about as far as maybe one of the themes or characters or stories in the book. Um, but yeah, we will be gonna get into in Ameri- American marriage because honey, what a what a tale. <laughs>
1: it is a read. It is a read. Ooh. I think we need to break that one all the way down. So Man. make sure you guys are checking out an American marriage and we will post a link in the description box for where you can purchase that if you have not already. Um, so you can be prepared for next week, but if you have not and will not be able to purchase it and read the book, just know that the discussion will still be, uh, inclusive. So, yeah. you know, we want to make sure that we, that we include that. So we were, we're going to do another, where are they, where are they at now? Cause I had some more on the list, but we have gone on long enough. Yes. Let's move forward. Shall Let's we move forward? I think we should move forward to the honesty box. Let's do it. Honestly, Truly. All right, it's time for the Honesty Box. Hi, Jade and Kia. I just wanted to say thank you for your words, y'all. And last week's episode was right on time. This question is for you both. I am 24 years old and I work at a well-known establishment in my city that I recently moved to within the two years from the West Coast. I'm in the process of working on my career in social work, but in the meantime, I work in, a, in service at a place I'm very thankful that is willing to work with my other obligations I have and supportive of my dreams outside of my job. I've also made many close friends because of this job and without it I'm not sure I'd be in the place I am now my first article was published today through a connection I made there as well go ahead congrats sis recently my boss is a racially ambiguous we aren't sure if she's white but she doesn't claim blackness <laughs> hmm. <laughs> woman who is married to a black man and has black children um, addressed my behavior as ratchet after an incident that happened with another co-worker while I was just trying to offer help not to start any problems. I have a soft voice and I struggle at times with people taking me seriously because of it. And I do not start shit unless you start it with me first. I was so stunned. I didn't know what to say. Um, in time to think about it, she would have, Oh, excuse me. Oh Lord. In the incident that occurred that caused her to say this to me, I did not act unprofessionally and held my composure. So she was wrong. But if I'm honest, I would have had time to think about it. She would have felt fire no matter how i acted i felt wrong for her to say excuse me no matter how i acted i felt it wrong for her to say that i'm emailing to ask you all how you think i should address the situation because it's something that i realized that i cannot let go i cannot go to hr because our business is a small business run by a small staff where everyone is friends or knows everyone i'm thankful for this job right now while i get my stuff together and i don't want to lose it but i also think that speaking with my boss may be problematic as well depending on her mood, can depend on my schedule. I feel that I feel that as a racially ambiguous woman, she should never have said that word to me, and her using it left me so upset that I sat in the house crying of anger the night it occurred. We have since been able to work together cooperatively, but I'm just reminded every time I see her. Please help.
0: My God. <clears throat> so wait. This, the person who said that her behavior was ratchet, or did they say her- that... It was her boss? It was her boss. Did they say that she was ratchet or that her behavior was ratchet? Or that something that she did was ratchet?
1: She said she addressed her behavior as ratchet.
0: Um I feel like I think it's 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 okay for you to feel away. I'm hesitant, though, to tell you to, like, address address it, like, in a confrontational way. Yeah, um, sometimes. Yeah, mm.
1: go for it. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: this is one of those things. Um, Yo, know, so you know me. I'm a mouthy person. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I'm so mouthy, I was actually having a discussion with my husband this weekend. Uh, we were having a really nice date night and we were literally just talking about everything. And, you know, I did, I brought up to him, I was like, I think the reason that I am mouthy and get so easily irritated <laughs> is because I go out of my way to try to be a considerate and thoughtful person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a decent person in society, whether it be through driving or walking or talking to people or what have you, I always start off, I try to start off on the right foot and making sure that I have respect for everybody as a human being. And so when I don't receive that respect back, I get viscerally angry, but I realize as time goes on that I can't fight all the battles. And sometimes I have to let certain things roll off my back, even when I'm right. And if this is, I don't want to tell you that you need to dumb yourself down, or that you don't have a right to feel how you feel because you're very valid in feeling how you feel. Especially if she's this racially ambiguous woman who does not claim blackness, and you all—if if this unknown thing that she doesn't claim it, like obviously, is something that's very obvious. Um, but you know, you do have to look out for your well-being. Now, has she called you like a little nigga bitch or like? <laughs> You know what I'm saying something like grossly offensive then I'd have to say yeah no nah, you need to address this right but because she addressed it, it it wasn't it she did not use the, the the best verbiage um and she is she's not in the right at all so again I say that you are completely justified in how you feel but I don't know necessarily if it's going to do much or be a productive conversation um and addressing it with her, and you know her temperament better than we do. And you kind of alluded to that by saying, like, "Hey, I don't, you know, how depending on her mood could depend on my schedule if I." So it's you have to kind of weigh your pros and cons, I think, in this situation, and and really assess whether it's worth it.
0: Yeah, totally. I agree with Jade. I think that people are going to say dumb things. They're going to say and do dumb things all the time, and you know, sometimes it's not, it's not always our place to, to, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially in certain, I don't want to say our place, but I just feel like in many cases, it's not my bag to carry. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take on the responsibility of educating you if you got to say something, especially, um, you know, in this instance, because I kind of feel no shade at the moment has kind of passed. Now, if you said if she said it, and you, and you were to ask her immediately, like, what do you mean by that? Then that might have been an opportunity for you to bring to her attention, um, that that, that is offensive for her to say that. Right. But I think it would be, uh, I think you might be opening up a can of worms by going back at this point to say, you remember, you know, a few days ago when you said this, um, that might, uh, add a layer of drama to, to the situation. Um, right and in this case like you said you're in a you're this this organization is willing to work with you and you don't want to compromise that flexibility it's a temporary situation um I would say if it happens again then in that moment I would ask her about it um yep. just to kind of see where her head is at she may not even know that you're offended by it but you can bring it to attention and then if she continues to do it then at that point that's when I would be like so what's up with that but yeah. In this case, I'll just you know, people are gonna say and do dumb stuff all the time. And like Jay said, feeling the responsibility of, of addressing everything like that is is a lot. Um and, and, and almost too much to take on. It
1: is, and it's a lot for you. Like it's I'm not telling you this to for you to salvage the feelings of the world because you know, ninety-five percent of it is assholes. Like so when I, I'm telling you this as a person who gets frustrated with other people, and you can't you can't take that on with every single thing, or you're gonna frustrate yourself, and you're gonna find no joy in this world. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like some stuff you gotta let it roll off your back and be like, asshole. You know that? Yeah, they're a dickhead. Yeah, and they just kind of keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff needs to be addressed, like Kia said, and then some stuff needs to be addressed in the moment. Right. You know, and and sometimes when time has passed, it's just passed and you kind of have to let it be what it is. So I hope that that was able to offer you some kind of uh, mental peace. I hope, you know, in the, that you're able to, you know, I hope nothing like this ever happens again where you have to address it, but at least you know how to uh, if it comes, if it comes up again. Um, And yeah, keep us updated. Yep. Continue to send your honesty box questions to Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we can move on to the Petty peeves. Let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real Petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey.
0: Petty, Petty.
1: We got so Petty on me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Thing. Oh, no. no girl no girl um yes i'm ready let me see we can start and one and one i'm gonna start at 35 14. It's time for the Petty Peeves, and I am uh, reaching down into our mailbag <laughs> on the tons and tons and loads and loads of Petty Peeves that are submitted by our very petty and very pretty listeners. Uh, this uh, one comes from Charlene. Charlene says hello Jaden, Kia first off (laughs) thank you so much for this podcast I want y'all to know that it speaks to the masses I'm in college and I really appreciate the insight and wisdom I love all the episodes but it's nice to say thank you really spoke to me I appreciate all the positivity y'all bring great girl I'm so glad you enjoyed it um she says my petty peeve, people who cut the line sir what is wrong with you to think you can oh my (laughs) god sorry I'm sorry (laughs) What is wrong with you to think that you can casually walk ahead of everyone and cut the line? We're all trying to get this pasta. You're rude as hell, annoying as hell, and you just feel entitled as hell. For what? He was a black boy and I'm a black girl. He didn't have a care in the world when he cut all the people out of this line. I don't know if I was hungry or if he was really in the wrong. I know Kia says you can't make sense out of nonsense, so I'm just going to sit here and eat my food. Thank you again. I appreciate y'all. Please put Dallas or Houston on the list of future future live shows. Thanks, Charlene. So Charlene, girl, I feel you. I do not appreciate, I actually loathe and despise line cutters. Um, I feel like they are the very scum of the earth. And I'm going to tell you how petty, how my petty is set up. If we are driving and in traffic, I don't mind letting you over if you acknowledge me in some way. I just feel like it's courteous to look over to try to get my attention and to ask if you can because nine times out of ten if Mm. ten times out of ten if you ask I'm going to say sure come on because I have been there and I too realize that sometimes you don't realize what lane you're in until it's too late and you need to get over so I'm I am more than I'm I'm mostly shoot I can't even talk I am usually very very Um, you know, understanding of that situation. So when people need to get over in the line, I don't mind allowing them to get over. I just need you to ask. Don't Bogart, don't just pull your raggedy ass car in front of mine. Don't speed up. Cause I'm, I'm going to be petty, especially when it's like slow traffic moving and like I can see that you're trying to merge in and if you don't ask me I'm going to be that car that's going to inch up like literally centimeter by centimeter to ensure that there is no space for you to try to attempt to get in front of me why because you did not ask and this is how lines work you know what I'm saying we were set up and we learned how to get in line as early as preschool so I don't understand why the concept is so hard for many of you to grasp in your adulthood stop cutting the lines that's it (laughs) Drumming my pain.
1: <laughs> sis, come on, Lauren. I'm mad, sis. The re- like I, my heavy sighs come from the fact that this is clearly an episode of themes because my petty peeve this week is line cutters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And it is in a different capacity, so we're just gonna keep it going. Let's do it. If we're getting off the plane and we are towards the back of the plane. I know where you're going, sis. And there are people in front of me, and there are rows behind me. I get off when my row, it comes to my row, okay? I try to get my stuff together. I know that 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 moment right before you get off the plane is one of the most irritating of travel, period. Like it's not the baggage claim. It's not all of that. It is that moment where you are waiting to get off the plane because every human being trying to get their carry on luggage off of the overhead compartments and all of that. But. All right, so I'm on the flight, right? Oh, fun fact. I was on the very last flight. Ever of American Airlines, I mean a Virgin, a <laughs> Virgin Airlines. Oh, I love Virgin Airlines.
0: They announced though.
1: it. That, well, they got bought over, bought by uh, Alaska Airlines. Alaska, mm-hmm. but I w- so they announced that they were like, "This was the very last flight of Virgin Airlines. We thank you for letting us serve you for the last twelve years." Blah 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 blah. Anyway, oh. so I'm on the I'm on Virgin Airlines.
0: Well, what happened to my Virgin award re- rewards points? I, I hope they roll travel. over to Alaska. Ooh. They better not play in my face. And I hope they roll over to
1: Alaska. Mm-mm. So I, why did they ask me to set up rewards then when I booked this fight, if they knew it was anyway.
0: So they must be rolling over then. They, they just have, absolutely must. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm waiting for my turn. This greasy haired white man to the right back of me. Okay. One row behind to the right. His hair was disgusting. Do you know why I knew his hair was disgusting? Because his ass decided that it was more important for him to get up and stand in the aisle when we're all waiting to get off this plane in front of myself and everybody else who's in our row. So he going to stand. So I, I stood up. I'm like, oh, so we about to be shoulder to shoulder, my nigga. So I turned to him and I said, so you just you really just felt the need. I was like, you just so important that you have to get up and walk in front of everybody else. And I was like, I don't want to hear no black woman shit either about how I'm angry or how I'm coming out of my pocket when you got your ass up inside. you was you was too important to walk in front of other people. I was like, so you can miss me with the big doughy wide deer eyes because I don't give a fuck. and then I said you know what since you have the audacity to do that I'm gonna do this and I took a picture of him I held my camera right up to his face he turned his head I don't care and I took a side profile picture of this greasy haired man who decided that he was more important than myself and everybody else in our row and everybody else you know and who was on his row as well that he needed to be up in the middle of the aisle So that he can walk off before everybody else So I will be posting that picture To my Twitter I will post it to Getting Grown's Twitter And I will <laughs> oh also post it to my Instagram stories When the episode drops So that if you know who this greasy hair white man is You can go ahead And um, Light his feet on fire Figuratively uh, and let him know that <laughs> we all think that. <laughs> I have to make sure I put that in. Uh Honey. don't. Um, and just let him know that he is not better than anybody else and that the entire world hates him. So I'll be sure to post that everywhere that I physically can. Uh, and that is why this pe- we've petty peas. Thanks to you,
0: Charlene. Come about- home to me, Charlene. Well, that concludes <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode of Getting Grown. We appreciate y'all for hanging out with us through our foolishness um, and carrying on. Thank you so much. For all the positive feedback that we got um, on last week's episode featuring yes. Dr. Lori Patton Davis. We are super excited about being a part of the Woke Academy. Um, hopefully, you, got, if you have not had opportunity to check that episode out, please, please, please be sure to do that. You will not be sorry and hopefully look forward to, um, you know, future partnership between or um, well, our future involvement in the Woke Academy as getting grown in hey. the podcast. So, oh, 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 oh. Um, anything on, else?
1: Cisco?
0: No, Cisco. No. <laughs> I'm just saying it's late and we got to get we got to get um, we make we're sorry for being late this week. Life came at us really quickly. At the start of this week, we had to get back in the same time zone. Um, but we appreciate your patience and we'll be back on schedule next week. You'll have your episode on Tuesday. On
1: Tuesday. But in the meantime and in between time, make sure you guys are hydrating by drinking your
0: water. Indeed. And moisturizing. And uh, be sure to uh, always mind your business. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it is dry. Correct. Bye. Adios. Hey, I'm Ruben. My band and I have a new song. I'm also a tow truck driver. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I get to go home at the end of the day and see my bandmates.
1: When you see flashing lights, remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down.